Hello and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast. We're here live at Floors Media Conference. Can you just tell our guests what to expect? Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, first of all, thank you for being here. Yes. Um, I hope you have a good time. But Floors Media Conference, we put this on once a year. It's our big annual event. And as you can already see, I mean, the energy in the room is all over the place. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, everyone's so excited. What can you expect? Amazing speakers that are going to give you not just motivation, not just inspiration, but actionable steps to get your business off the ground. We're going to talk about branding. We're going to talk about visibility, how to get your business out there, how to get the word out there. We're also going to talk about legal things and money stuff. That's, that's really what happens. It's important. Yes. Right? And then, of course, tomorrow is going to be our favorite day where we do our pitch conversations. And we have several business owners who are going to be pitching to our investors for upwards of $15 million of investment funding. And we're so excited about it. Oh, wow. Can we uh, join the pitch as well? <laughs> well, so the way that the pitch works is people actually submit to pitch months and months in advance. So people that are here this weekend will actually buy pitch tickets for next year because they're going to want to be ready. So everybody gets to watch it. So you get to see exactly how it goes. Um, but yeah, anybody who's interested in pitching, Yes, I cannot wait. So can you talk about our keynote for just a moment? Who can we expect to be? Oh my gosh, we're going to have so many amazing keynotes. We're going to have Kelly. We are going to have, um, we have um, Jesse Wu. I mean, we are going to have Claire Summers. Claire Summers. And people are actually emailing us about every single one of our keynotes. Going, oh my gosh, what day are they talking about? Where is from that lake? Where's the schedule? So we decided to release the schedule on Instagram to make sure everyone knew. Like, Make sure you do not miss these, these keynotes because we're so excited about them. We're just excited that people want to be a part of kind of our little flourish world. Yeah, know? and I mean, it's super amazing. It hasn't even started, guys. Like, people are setting up their booths, you know, vendors are getting ready to sell. And I'm just super excited. I'll keep you all posted. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Yay! Okay. Yes. Hello, and it's super amazing. She has 
took a lot of pictures. Can you tell us a little bit about the brand and how you got started? Well, I actually recently started my brand, August 2019. Um, I was switching over from the trucking industry. I, I oh, wow. used to own this in my truck. That was a very, very, very competitive industry, especially for women, because men kind of just looked at us as crazy. that I can pretty much fully control. I can right. set everything up. I can make my templates. I can set up my backdrop. I have full complete control of it. And it's my baby and I'm extremely proud of it. Everywhere I go, I get a great reaction. Anytime this book is a hit at any event, as you can see, right. the ladies are going crazy. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yes, so um, what can we expect, you know, just even with the whole dynamic and the setup? I know you have lots of filters, boomerangs. Yes, I have. I have the, the boomerang, I have the gifts, I have the still photos, I also have the video um, where they can, you know, give a little confessional about the, the event, like at wedding, oh, wow. the guests, they give the, uh, you know, congrats, right. you know, the wedding is beautiful, blah, 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 so I pretty much make sure that I have everything you could possibly imagine when it comes to that for your event, baby shower, wedding, fellas. You know, conferences, private or corporate, it doesn't matter. I've also done concerts at the James L. Knight Center. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Yes, so are you willing to travel? I am. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, scale yeah. that business. Okay, so how can they find you for those who are interested in looking for business? Okay, well, my website is tpfimprints.com. That is T-P-F-I-M-P-R-I-N. TS.com and that's the same as my IG, Facebook, Twitter handle, TPF Imprint. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast. Thank you for having me. ultimate goal is really, if we can get a little deep, is to help people understand biblical wealth and how they can really create wealth for themselves in the next generation. As far as how I got started, I really got started in the auto industry, you know, white male dominated field, and really just found myself making a lot of money, performing really well, but not having any balance with life or money, or even knowing how to manage my money. And ultimately, I found myself homeless in a pl and in a place where I really had to find out who I was what I wanted and what I was doing in life. Yes, I love that. I love that. So what was that pivoting moment for you where you knew finances needed to become like a top priority for your life? I believe it was when I had a friend who started looking out for me a little bit because again, you know, your girl was homeless. I wasn't really producing in a way um, that allowed me to be responsible. And I was laying on her love seat and I was really thinking there has to be something better than what I'm doing. Yes. And so I really started seeking out people who knew things about money. I started seeking out the more successful, all around successful people that I knew and really determining, okay, it's not that I don't know how to make money. Right. It's that right. I don't know what to do with it when I get, get it. it. Right. Because I didn't know people that made a lot. How do you know anybody making $15,000 a month? You know? So right. I had to find out 
out what to do with that type of money when I made it. And um, that was really the pivotal thing for me. Yeah, and I think um, what I love most about when you were up there speaking was the fact that, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, I got to have 10K to know how to manage money, mm -hmm. or I have to have this amount of money to have this particular lifestyle. And it's like, no, you can have 5K, you can even have 2K, but, you know, what are your expenses? And I know you talked about, like, streamlining yes. um, what you already have or your expenses or, you know, um, the debt that you feel like is already not holding you back but it's kind of keeping you stagnant yeah. in the place that you are in your life so I wanted to talk about that a little bit um, more but can you first walk us through your five-step system yeah yeah absolutely it's really five steps that are super easy and whether you're making three thousand dollars a month or thirty thousand dollars a month you can utilize it and implement it easily and it's the matter of maximizing your income yes. and that's taking a look at what you have and are you getting the most for what you have right um, the second part is streamlining those expenses and people often ask me well Felicia why do you say streamlining instead of eliminating and that's because you can't eliminate but so many right. expenses you know there's some things you simply need but when you're streamlining you're looking at the expenses that you have what is necessary and what are expenses that are actually saving you time right. because with the time you're saving you could be making more money um, step three is saving to scale you know, some people save aimlessly because they want to save to a certain number. Right. But saving to scale looks like, why am I saving this certain amount? Is it so that I can have a cushion if things go wrong? Right. Is it for investing in my business further? And then, of course, what we all love to talk about but hate to face, debt elimination. Yes. Getting rid of debts that are in your way. If you have a list of debts and you have to choose which one to pay off, I would rather pay off one that's going to cost $500 a right. month to come back in my household than $100 a month, right? right. So I'm going to focus on that one debt that I can really knock down over the next six to eight months. And then finally, my favorite part is the reward system. Yes. And it's building out your lifestyle based on where you are. Yes. And anybody can implement that regardless of how much money they make. Yes, because as you mentioned before, things some things are free, and that's just spending time with yourself. Yeah. And I don't think people understand how rewarding that is alone when you're able to have those quiet moments to say, yes. okay, this is what I need to do next. I talked about that yesterday because I'm like, we're such in an age, and if you depend on social media to tell oh you, my you're going to hustle, 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 work, 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 you seem no sleep, but yeah. I just think if you never have that opportunity or time to step back from the business or very thing that's frustrating, you can never see it with new exactly. glasses or new perspective. So I really love that. Um, you talked about maximizing your income, aka charging what you're worth. Yes. What does that look like for a person that feels that they're not qualified because of the years of entrepreneurial experience. Um, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, years don't really mean anything. Right. Because if you're a person who's been in the game for a decade and you've gotten comfortable, right. a person that's been in the game for 12 months will eat you a lot. Right. You know, right. so it really doesn't have anything to do with what the time you're spending and that's the mistake a lot of service providers right. make is that they price based on the time that they're spending they're not paying you for the time right the people are paying you for the transformation right and I always charge based upon the transformation and it's not everybody's ready to invest five years right. right and that's okay but they have to know what they're getting of and course. when I help people, not only am I helping them to master money, but I'm helping them make more money in their business. Mm -hmm. I'm helping them hire a team so they can yes. stop working 60 hours a week and work 35. I love it. You know, and those are things that are really just priceless. So you can never really charge your worth because the transformation is priceless. Right. And every day you learn something new and a exactly. new skill. So you'll be changing exactly. your price. You change your price every day. <laughs> I love that. So what does your ideal client look like? 
And how can a person work with you? So my ideal client typically looks like, uh, I primarily help women, but I have worked with men, but they're typically women who are overworked, overwhelmed. I had one woman describe it perfectly, and she said, Felicia, I feel like I'm passing myself in the hallway. Yes. And I, that really set with me because the women that I work with, they all feel that way. They have to deal with having a husband. They have to pick up the kids and drop them off. They have to cook dinner. They're running a business. Yes, they have maybe one or two employees, and they're like, okay, something's wrong. Right. Because I know I'm making money. Right. Where is it? Right. I know I'm making money. Why am I so tired? Right. I know that I, I've built something. Why am I still working 70 hours a week? And so those are typically the first things we address. And the people that want to work with me, they can always go to FeliciaKelly.com and learn more about me. And if they want, um, actually for this conference, I have a 297 training that I offer. But for Flourish uh, Media attendees and listeners, they can go to WorkWithFelicia.com and they can get that training for free. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did you all hear that, guys? So if you're listening to the podcast, and I mean, when you go and you support her, make sure you mention her and let her know that you found her through Flourish Media Company. That way she to stay connected with you that y'all can have a long lasting working relationship and like she said earlier make sure that you're not just listening but you're leaving and implementing so you said they can find you and connect with you on platform all yes. platforms Felicia Kelly yes on Instagram is being Felicia Kelly on LinkedIn and Facebook is Felicia Kelly and if they want to look at my uh, public figure page is Felicia Kelly International I love it so is there any lasting words you would like to live with our listeners for today yes and that's really decide what you want Yes. And then go get it. I love it. And that was just that simple. Thank you again so much, Felicia, Absolutely. for taking the time out to speak with us. Absolutely. Hi, guys. We're here at Flourish Media Conference Live. We're here with one of the vendors, Bella Diosa. All of the stuff looks fabulous. Thank you so, so much. So how did you get started with your brand? Well, this has been a long time Okay. Sewing, cutting and sewing clothing. I started then and I wanted to dive all the way into it then, but then you know life happens. Right, of course. So I ended up starting three years ago. I said, you know what, let me just go for it all the way. Picked out pieces. I started promoting myself on social media. I love and it. And it just took off. And then I had friends who supported what I was doing and okay. they loved the clothes. So, you know, it just worked. It just worked. So, what advice would you give someone who is in the startup phase of their business, looking for support, looking how to attract clients? Um, what is one strategy or tip that you could give them? I would say that social media is is the best tool you can use. Yes. If you're going to do it, you have to do it right. Make sure your pictures are clear. Make sure that you use hashtags. Hashtags right. help so much. It does. People will find you just off the hashtag. And I will also say don't give up. You have to be consistent. You have to be persistent at your goals. You cannot give Yes, so how can the ladies find you and connect with you? By the way, guys, her clothes, everything looks fabulous. The purses, like, how can they find you and purchase? They can follow at ShopBellaDiosa on Instagram. You can go to www.ShopBellaDiosa.com to purchase all items. We always have sales. We always have new items weekly. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Yes. Okay, guys, so we're here live with Nicole Roberts-Jones, and she just got done doing a phenomenal (laughs) segment on how to pretty much level up in your business is what I took away. So Mm -hmm. for those who are new to listening, um, could you tell us a little bit about you and your business? Sure. So what I do is I help women create multiple streams of income from what they know. Okay. So I've been doing this for 27 years, and here's what I know. So many women overlook their brilliance. Yes. They discount it. 
Yes. And so uh, the thing that I absolutely love is when a woman says, oh, you can't help me. I'm like, yes. girl, challenge. <laughs> right. Yes. right, right, right. <laughs> yes. And ultimately, like you said, like it's a challenge not for you, but for themselves. Yes. Because I feel like we are our biggest like holdbacks mm-hmm. on everything, mm-hmm. whether it's just from mindset mastery, knowing that you're able and capable of pursuing or reaching a certain level that right. you're trying to attain. So I know you walked through becoming an AVP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you just break that down again sure. for us? But I have to say something before I say yes, that because you course. just said something. So, you know, what's interesting is all of us discount our brilliance because it's easy for us. Yes. So I said this in the workshop, but every morning I don't have to like figure out who I'm going to be today. I'm right. going to call on autopilot. So because I am who I am on autopilot, there are things I do that are intrinsic to me that I just do. Okay. And so once you get clear on that, that is what you should be making money from. Yes. I so love it. as we walk through AVP, the first A of AVP is be the authority. So really, and it goes back to what I just said, it's knowing what is your brilliance right. and standing unapologetically. I always use the example of Beyonce yes. and, um, and Sasha Fierce. And Everyone how loves she, me. Right, right. <laughs> but she created Sasha Fierce because she knew now, she's leaving Destiny's Child, she has to stand on stage by herself. And right. How does she now stand in the full power of her gift? Right. So for me, in, in looking at women, is how do you stand in all of you without apology? Mm, no perception, that. no holding back. So that's the A. And then being clear on what is the your unique serving position from that place. Okay. Then from that, you do two other things, which is the V and the P. Build visibility. Yes. Um, because just because you build it does not mean people are going to buy it. Right. <laughs> so people need to get to know you. An example I love right. to use in this is you've got to date people for a while. You yes. can't just bring a ring right. and think <laughs> at the first date being married. It doesn't right. work like that. So your ideal client has to be able to see what you offer and what you, the value you bring to the table. And that's the whole visibility um, plan that you should have in your business. I love it. And then last but not least is platform to profit, which is P. And you've got to at least have six streams of income in your business. And one of those mm. should be making money while you sleep. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And, guys, y'all, if you all have not followed her, how can they find you and connect with you? Sure. So, Instagram, go to N. Roberts Jones. Okay. And then I gave out a free gift here, if you don't mind me giving it out to the people that are listening. So, go to bankrollyourbrilliancebook.com. Grab your free gift that I gave to the ladies in the room, bankrollyourbrilliancebook.com. And I know you mentioned just a few minutes ago that... You invested in a 30K coach, mm-hmm. and at the time you didn't have the money, but you yeah. could not afford to do not do it. So what did that look like for you mm-hmm. transitioning in your life, and what was that defining moment or that pivoting moment mm. where you felt like, I have no other choice? So, you know, I love that you asked this question. So you can do one of two things in your business. You can put in cash equity or sweat equity. Mm. So for years I was putting sweat equity, meaning I was working hard. I'm going to work extra hours. I'm going to work all day Saturday. I'm going to work Sunday after church. But here's the thing. I was putting sweat equity in doing the same stuff I was already doing. Right, okay. And the reason my business wasn't growing is because I, listen, the tools, there's a quote by Bishop A.R. Bernard, and he said, the tools you've used on this level are not sufficient for your next. Mm. And so I kept using the same tools, thinking I'm going to work harder. Right. And all that cash equity was giving me nowhere. I mean, excuse me, sweat equity was giving me nowhere. Right. So it was the cash equity. So it wasn't until I invested at the level to which I wanted to see the return, mm. right? So that coach, did I do it uh, easily? Uh, no. <laughs> I had to open up a credit card because I, I didn't have 30000 right. sitting in some account that I could just go, here you go. You're right. Right. And I prayed, Lord, let me let the credit card people say yes. Right. Opened up a credit card. Then every month I knew I had to work to pay it off. And was mm. it worth it? Let me tell you, within six months, I went from 30000 to 200. She was 30000 I went from spending that 30000 to making over 200000 in my business. Mm-hmm. So was it worth it? Yes. Yeah, I would say it was worth yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And I only <laughs> asked you that because I think it's important for 
everybody to understand the importance of investment and when mm -hmm. we think about investment we think about oh let me go download this course yeah. let me just you know do the things that's going to get us by that's going to get us that extra thousand dollars but you knew long term how you wanted to scale well, your look, business. I didn't look I didn't know long term let me keep it real it took me 17 years to actually mm -hmm. realize that all the stuff I was doing all the free courses how many of you guys have a free uh, course notebook I have yes. one yes and all the free courses all they do is take you just to the first step and I right. needed the, the full listen if I'm playing baseball I needed to hit the home run. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you need to come back right, home. Right, so right, right. I thank you again for taking a moment out thank to you. speak with me. And of course, they can um, find you on all platforms. Yes, yes. At Anne Roberts Jones. It's Instagram. It's my favorite. Yes. IG. <laughs> and again, guys, she's giving away a free gift. So take advantage of that. And I look forward to connecting with you Yay, soon. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, and now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. Our BizBox program has officially launched. Are you interested in starting a business but cannot seem to find the creativity, resources, or time to see the vision through? Well, our newest program, BizBox, is your business solutions in a box. We will provide you with the support you need to launch your business in as little as 60 days. We will assist you in creating a profitable business that's worth bragging about. No more outside vendors or working with multiple businesses. All of your services are under one roof. The only thing you worry about is your launch date. For more information, email invest at intentionalinvestments.solutions or click the link provided in the show notes to fill out our form and a specialist will get in contact with you. We look forward to building your next big brand in 2020. Okay, guys, we're here live with one of the co-founders of Flourish Media Company, and the event thus far has been super amazing, super inspiring. I can tell that so many people are connecting, cultivating new relationships. Thus far, what else from this point on can our listeners expect, our guests here at the event can expect from now and tomorrow? Yeah, okay. tomorrow. Um, yeah, there's a lot more. We have a lot more speakers. We have amazing vendors. We have so many sponsored activation things happening all weekend long. There's, I mean, endless things. These yes. gift bags, for one, are about to be amazing. I'm so excited for everyone to get them. And and the gift bags that they're currently telling is not the gift bags that they no, have. No, those, those, those are just shopping bags to shop with our vendors. Okay, so. Yeah, the there's actual <laughs> gift bags full of items from all the small business owners that have worked with us over the years new vendors and some of our like favorite products that we really like are also in there yes i love it so i overheard like you are the one the eye the design behind the brand yeah. it looks phenomenal yes, thank you so, so much it, like tell us that journey into just the branding <laughs> so i mean very early on we knew um although we all three of the founders have different personalities we had a very unique straightforward vision with how yes. we wanted our branding to look we like really crisp really bright, really young, really fun items. Yes. But we're also going to slap our brand all up and through everything that we do. <laughs> right. Um, so when it came to this year, we really wanted to 
keep the simplicity of everything, okay. but for you to still look at it and be like, this is totally flourished. Right. Um, between the colors, the balloons, the flowers that we have laid out everywhere, the tropical leaves, because this is Miami. I was going to say, yeah. because it's Miami alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I really, really wanted to tie that in and, and really make everyone feel comfortable, have a lot of photo-worthy moments, yes. but just also just... You know, the venue that we have this year, and that's a huge shout-out to Ampersand Studios, is just beautiful in itself with all the amazing artwork that we had here. So we wanted to create something that would really um, pair well with right. what we already have been given by them. Right. Okay, so just to talk about your sponsor for a minute, yeah. um, Capital One Cafe. Um, I know a lot of people, when they think about sponsorship and, you know, how to build relationships, how were you able to build that relationship, and what is Capital One doing here for the ladies at this event? Yeah, so we um, actually met Capital One randomly. They reached out to us um, last year's conference or earlier in the year last year, and they were like, we really love what you guys are doing, right? and we'd love for you guys to host some workshops with us. And we were like, cool. Yeah. Not a problem. We're <laughs> right. down. And we started hosting workshops, and the relationship really just grew um, to the point where their vision aligned really well with our vision. Okay. And when it came time to start back with the planning for conference, they were the ideal partner right. for the fit. They came to us, mm -hmm. and they were like, hey, we would love to figure out how we could help with Flourish. And it just kind of blossomed from there, yes. luckily. Yes. Yeah. So are they the ones who are doing um, the $1,000 giveaway for the So, businesses? no. So Capital One pretty much helped us secure everything we needed to put the event on. Okay. Um, as far as the business grants, those come from all of our amazing speakers. I love it. So every speaker we have has a pay-it-forward attitude. And they were, at some point in their careers, helped by someone else. So they're wow. giving back to help another person in need. So all of our speakers, every single one from every keynote that we have, has donated to the grant. Really? Yes. I love it. I love it, guys. And if you have missed this year's conference, you do it every year. Every year, man. And I heard that people can go ahead and potentially register yes. for next year even. Yes. So we open a limited window of tickets okay. for super, super ridiculously early registration <laughs> at an insane discount yes. for early birds, people who take action, which is our theme for this year's yes. conference. If you are up for taking action, you will get rewarded. Yes, I love it. Especially from the Flourish team. I love it. I love it, guys. So how can they purchase those tickets? So uh, February 23rd okay. on flourishmediaconference.com, there will be a ticket link. All right, guys. Click that link. And they will be there and ready for you. Okay. Well, I just had to check in with Sasha because the event is going so well. It's so phenomenal. I love the messaging. I love everything that you all are doing at this event. And I'll check in again with you soon. Awesome. All right. Thank you. No problem. Okay, guys, we're here back at Flourish Media Conference with one of our guest speakers for the Fireside Chat, Kareem Melissa. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I am super amazing to hear what it is you're going to be speaking about. Yes. The conference thus far has been super amazing. Awesome. So what can our guests expect from you today? Well, um... As of right now, my focus is uh, to train leaders, women leaders in business. And so um, as a professor at a university, I focus on 
um, just training women to be uh, the best leaders that they can be in whatever industry that they're in. I've right. started in the fashion industry, but you know, I've branched out into so many different worlds. So. Yes, I love that. So for those who are new to learn about you and your platform, can you give our listeners a little background on who you are, your business, and the businesses that you have today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am Kareem Melissa, and um, I am the founder of Fashion Designers Expo, which is now on its 13th year. Oh, wow. We are the longest running minority owned fashion exposition here in South Florida. And so um, we're excited about that. Um, that's going to be on the 29th, actually. The next one is next week, Saturday. But um, I'm also the founder of We Think Loud. Uh, we have a group of women um, called the Boss Babes of Miami. Love it. Yes. And we focus on just gathering the Boss Babes here in Miami so that we can learn together and grow together. Yes. Um, and uh, right now, I'm focusing, like I said, on my um, doctoral uh, residency in leadership. Love it. Leading women. So that's yes, my focus. Yes, I love that. So what are one or two strategies you can give for our listeners who are looking for ways to step into that leadership role? Because as we know as women, it is hard for us to really pull that out of us, especially when, you know, we're so used to male-dominated fields and, you know, we deal with the imposter syndrome. So Mm -hmm. what is one or two strategies that you can give our listeners who are interested in leadership but do not know that first step to take? I would say the first step is to find that fundamental thing that keeps you going. Yes. Knowing your why, right? Mm-hmm. So as a leader, for me, my why is I just want to love people. I want to impact people. Mm-hmm. And so I choose to do that in several different ways. In the fashion industry and in allowing women to speak their truth, you know, yes. just in different channels. And, and everything that I create flows from a place of love and, and yes. a desire to impact others. And so I would say the first step is to just find out what your why is. Yeah. You know, why are you here? Why do you want to impact women? Why do you want to lead? You know, right. whoever you want to lead. And once you discover that, then you need to learn the skills that it takes to be a leader. And so right. you don't have to go to, you know, college or, you know, anything like that. YouTube is there. Yes, you YouTube know? University <laughs> is what they call it. Yes, there are so many ways for you to just hone in on your craft and perfect it. And so that's what I say. I say to find your fundamental truth you know, what it is that you're doing, why you want to do it, and then just develop it. Yes, yes, I love that. So was there ever a pivoting moment in your life where you struggled with leadership, especially with running multiple businesses? If so, how did you overcome that? Yes, I've dropped the ball several times. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yes, I think I'm a professional ball dropper (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Oh, yes. But but you know what? There's such a beauty in dropping the ball because you learn from it. You understand what not to do again. Exactly. You know? And I think that once people see you get up, they see that strength in you. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, you see that strength Mm -hmm. in you. And it helps you to continue going. Yes. I love it. I love it. I'm super excited, guys, to hear about what you're going to talk about (laughs) on the Fireside Chat. I don't know. And, you know, I just wish you the best of luck. So for our listeners who may be interested in connecting with you, how can they find you and support you? I am KareemMelissa.com. And everything on social media is KareemMelissa, K-A-R-I-N-E. Melissa. I love it. Thank you, Corinne. Thank you. Hi, guys. So we're back live here on Posh Talks Podcast at Flourish Media Conference with one of the panelists for Fireside Chat today, Lisa Zeebel. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing so well. How 
how are you? I am amazing. I'm super excited to hear all that you have to say today. So can you tell our listeners who are new to learn about you, what you do, your business, and the services you all provide? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm the COO of Belay, and Belay um, provides modernized staffing solutions. So we provide virtual executive assistants, bookkeepers, and webmasters. We're really trying to help those entrepreneurs grow their business. Um, The fastest way to grow your business is through delegation. You can't do it all, right? You can't do it all. And so we have the staff that helps you grow your business. Right. So these are like virtual assistants Mm -hmm. and like they don't have to come into office at all. No, no. And the crazy thing is our business, we don't even have a brick and mortar either. Wow. So we figured that we couldn't preach that you needed to have somebody remote or virtual and us not do the same thing. I was going to say y'all are super ahead of the curve. Y'all are like the next Uber and Lyft and Airbnb because they own no real estate. They own no vehicles yet. They provide a service. So I really love that. What was the inspiration behind starting that? Was there a particular time in you and your partner's life Mm -hmm. where, you know, you felt you wanted to hire, but really didn't want the in-house staffing. What did that look like for you all? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our owners are Brian and Shannon Miles, a husband and wife team. And basically, Brian um, had been working for a company where he had an executive assistant. He was on the road a lot. And so his executive assistant was never with him. And he was like, huh, this is really crazy. He saw the economy, and this was back in 2010. Our economy was not looking good. And he thought, how can I also build a business and help other companies who need staff, but need staff that's flexible Mm -hmm. and can grow or perhaps decline with them as their business does. And so um, him and his wife just got this great idea, and they both decided to quit their jobs on the same day. Wow. Took a leap of faith (laughs) um, and started the company um, almost 10 years ago now. Yes. I love it. And the thing that I love most about what I'm hearing is the fact when we think about entrepreneurship and where people are in their businesses, you know, in order to be successful and to have longevity, you of course need the support, you need the staff. So with your Mm -hmm. company, you all are able to hire these people as needed to assist and support these people where they probably need that time that they're spending doing certain things, whether it's bookkeeping, which of course that is time consuming in itself, you know, anything HR, you know, is a load of work. So I love everything that you're doing. Is there one or two things that you would love to leave with our listeners today as it pertains to entrepreneurship and when is the appropriate time to add um, those to your business to support your business? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, as an entrepreneur, you just have to remember that you can't do it all. Yes. I mean, the whole reason that you want to start a business, right, is you want some sort of freedom. Yes. It doesn't look like freedom when you're sitting in your office or your Starbucks uh, working by yourself at 80 hours a week and so really there's other options out there it could be somebody who's just returning phone calls perhaps they're looking at your email maybe you travel a lot as you're building your business somebody to make those travel arrangements so I think the first thing that I would tell any entrepreneur is you actually can't do it all by yourself and you're going to grow the fastest when you start bringing people around you who can support you Um, do only what you can do right for example if you're a consultant uh, God didn't create you to also do your books and to do your email and your travel right. arrangements. Because <laughs> you couldn't enjoy the travel. Right, right, right. Or if you're an artist, right, like you're a creative. Right. Uh, again, you're probably not the best person to be doing your books right. and to be doing your invoicing and, and tracking down clients. And so just really delegation, I think, is the most, um, you know. And the, the second thing I would do is from a financial aspect, um, I've been currently still do the finances right. um, for my company, Belay. 
is um, you know plan with the end in mind. Okay. So many entrepreneurs go into business and they don't leave enough for themselves. Mm. So they're trying to you know, pay for everything and grow yes. for everything, and they're not planning for the end. So I really say take a look at what your overall revenue is. Like look at the money that you're bringing into right. the business, but also start planning for what the net profit is. Yes. Um, and have that in mind the entire time because it's not really a business if you're not making money. I agree. <laughs> I second that, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with us. Yeah. How can they connect and find and support the business? Yeah, absolutely. We'd love for them to go to belaysolutions.com. Okay. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Dan, you can find us anywhere. Okay, I love it, and yeah. thank you so much. I look forward to hearing the Fireside Chat. Yeah, thank you. Hello, and now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. Our BizBox program has officially launched. Are you interested in starting a business but cannot seem to find the creativity, resources, or time to see the vision through? Well, our newest program, BizBox, is your business solutions in a box. We will provide you with the support you need to launch your business in as little as 60 days. We will assist you in creating a profitable business that's worth bragging about. No more outside vendors or working with multiple businesses. All of your services are under one roof. The only thing you worry about is your launch date. For more information, email invest at intentionalinvestments.solutions or click the link provided in the show notes to fill out our form and a specialist will get in contact with you. We look forward to building your next big brand in 2020. Hey guys, we're back live at Flourish Media Conference. We're here with one of our guest speakers who's on the panel next, and I'm super excited to hear everything that you have to say, the advice that you're going to give our listeners today. Um, Our guest here today is tomorrow. And yes, for those who are listening, can you tell us a little bit about your business, what you do and how you impact women? Absolutely. My name is Tamara Zantel and I'm the CEO and founder of Raising a Mogul. Raising a Mogul is the number one parent manager platform on the planet. That means I have the amazing opportunity to work with parent managers uh, that are working to help their young mogul, their children, Mm. create, grow and profit from businesses. Yes, I love that. So just to go a little bit deeper, Mm -hmm. what's the inspiration behind your business? Ooh, great question. <laughs> so I'm qualified to be the founder of Raising a Mogul because I raised a mogul. Yes. My daughter, Zandra, is 19 years old. She started her business when she was just nine. So this is our 10th year. Congratulations. And she was just last September uh, named one of the youngest millionaires in America. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she has a plant-based skincare business called Zandra. I love it. And um, she st- like I said, she started her- when she was nine. We took her kitchen table. I helped her. Okay. I take a lot of yes, credit. Yes, because, Mom, um, you did yes, that. I did that so we went from a kitchen table hobby to a million dollar brand in about three to four years I love that I love that so I know with parenting and a lot of um, parents do not know when to actually foster ideas and when to actually say okay let's just give this some time and revisit it years later what was that pivoting moment or that defining moment when you was like this right here is a great idea and how were you able to assist her along the journey because nine years old versus 19 I'm pretty sure is a different child and I might be asking two or three questions at once (laughs) however I want to know for those who are looking to support their children 
Um, what's the best way and how did you go about doing so? Okay, so support comes in so many different ways. Initially, those of us that are parents, we right. have to first lean into our children. We have to really pay attention, watch them, right. really truly understand what it is that they are passionate about, what mm -hmm. they want to do with their lives, what their huge dreams are. Right. A lot of us are used to kids running over and saying, Mommy, I want to do this. Yes. I want to be Superman. Yes. I wanna... <laughs> kids are really limitless. Right. So our job as their parents is to con create opportunities for them to shine. Right. So we need to put them into programs. We need to connect them to other entrepreneurs or you know, let them see other businesses right. grow in our community. Um, whether it's an art class, a photography class, a modeling class, a, a right. math class, whatever it is, whatever you see your child doing really, really well, instead of saying, oh, she's so, this is how Xander was, she's so active, she right. can never keep her right. mouth shut. So instead of me thinking of that as a negative and trying yeah. to uh, hold her down, I, I thought of ways to boost her up and to use those things that she was active how she was acting out right. to benefit her. And I love so, that. So thank you. And um, so what I did was I started watching, noticing that she was obsessed with lip balm and mm -hmm. lip gloss. She loved makeup. She was a super girly girl. I had no understanding because I was not like that when I was younger. Right. So I was like, whose kid is this? So I had to pay attention to that. So I was like, okay, either I could make it negative like oh she's trying to be fast right. or I said you know well this is you know you can have lip gloss shiny lips that's it she started trying to make her own I paid I paid attention I leaned into that I noticed she wanted to do YouTube videos so I started showing her different things that she could do that was safe right and then as she continued to do it her father just stopped buying the store the real lip gloss and right. so he was like you should make your own so I decided I said you know what we are gonna make your own Okay. So she spent months, almost a year, trying to perfect the lip gloss. I was like, she's serious about it. So that's how we can tell if our, if our children, if it's our dream or theirs. Because she spent most of her time trying to perfect that craft. So I had to step in with my resources, my know-how, and say, you know what? Let me help and support her do that. Yes, I love it. I love it because a lot of times I think, you know, as the generations change, um, Kids are coming more and more creative, you know, just with new technology happening with a whole, they have a different access that, you know, I didn't have, you didn't have, that our parents' parents didn't have. So I think that's super important for our parents to understand. And with you even saying, you know, your daughter was nothing like you. Like, she loved makeup and you're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I love the fact that instead of you didn't take, you know, your likes and say, okay, well, I'm not interested in that. So we're not doing that. And typically that's what, you know, a lot of parents do Absolutely. because they can't find the interest in it. So what is one tip or advice that you could give a parent who necessarily might not have an interest in what the child is pursuing and how can they best like Find, find the, uh, the likeness in it. Right. Well, the first thing I would say is that we have to learn how to parent without ego. Okay. We cannot parent the way we were parented. Right. Unfortunately, and in some cases, fortunately, because it inspired many of us. Right. Our parents did the best they could with what they what they had and what they knew. Of course. It's time for us to do something different. And our kids have voices. They have opinions. They have feelings. They have desires. They have gifts. They have dreams. Love it. And we need to stop saying to them, "Wait until you graduate from high school. Wait till you graduate right. from college. Wait, wait." wait right now they can make a difference in the world and we need to understand that but at first we have to identify be okay with the fact that you could actually learn something from your, your child, child. Yeah. you could actually be okay with that you know yeah. and then you can start to have a conversation and really understand your child's heart and mind right and spirit so that right. way you can work together as a team to actually grow something amazing and I know probably now you love the business just as much as she does listen I retired in 2016 Hello. from my good good job yes. so I can work for my 16 year old daughter yes, yes. my husband it. and I both so it's a family it's grown into a family brand so we all work for Xandra 
I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so much for giving us those tips, tools, and strategies because I think it's very important to understand the relationship and like you said, to not leave with ego and that's not even just from a parental standpoint mm -hmm. but also relationship, friendship, and any other ship Absolutely. that <laughs> you're involved. So thank you so much and I you're cannot welcome. wait to hear you on the panel. Thank you for the opportunity. And yes, I appreciate how it. can we find and support you and your daughter Absolutely. <laughs> so you can find me on all social media at Tamara Zantel or okay. at Raising a Mogul. And Zandra, you can find her at Zandra Beauty on all it. platforms. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank Hey guys, so we're back here live at the Flourish Media Conference with Posh Talks Podcast. We are here with one of the guest speakers, Deetra Giles. How are you? I am doing well. I am super inspired by your message today oh. because I think it's important for women just to understand how important they are. So for those who are new to learning about you and your platform, can you just run us back about your business, your company, and how you help women level up? Absolutely. I am Deetra Giles, the Chief Bridge Architect at ExecuPrep, and we say it's our job to help our clients cross their bridge from I want to be to I am. I love it. Yes, that's what we do, and we really help women, especially, quantify where they're trying to go and do tangible things to actually get there. Not just think about it and write it down in theory, but how are you going to get from here to there within the time period that you set for yourself? Yes, I love that. And I think, of course, <laughs> mindset plays a lot with that. So what is one of the challenges that you have seen women suffer with the most and how have you helped them overcome? Well, like I talked about today, not recognizing their greatness and in that not recognizing their power. Yes. I work with so many powerful women who are still asking for permission, permission mm. to spend their budget, yes. permission to hire someone, permission to do what they were called to do. Yes. And it's just accepting, you know what, you are great and you have power, use it. Yes, and I, and I, you hit that nail on the head because when you said it, it's like we as women, we don't understand our power, our truth, because we're so used to, you know, people telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. We're not really used to being in control unless it comes to, you know, parenting mm -hmm. or something like that. Exactly. But when it actually comes to business and saying, hey, I'm a woman mm -hmm. and I own a business and not that I tell you what to do, but I can lead mm -hmm. and I can lead you in the right direction. Right. Um, I think that's very hard to digest, especially being that it wasn't many years ago that, you know, women weren't even able to be employed in male-dominated mm -hmm. fields. And what happens is we have separated um, goodness at things with the ability to apply those yes. things. So a woman can say, oh, I'm good at math, but I'm not an engineer. Right. You know, oh, I'm good at writing, but I'm not an author. Yes, wow. if you're good at that, then you're meant to do the thing that that thing becomes. Enge good mathematicians become engineers. Yes. So you have the greatness to be a great engineer. Right, right. So how do you actually help women find their gifts? Because you mentioned something so unique right now. Um, because a lot of times we don't take the skills that we have and see how we can not only use this to leverage us in mm -hmm. the corporate field, but you could pursue things as an entrepreneur. You know, I love corporatepreneurs. I don't encourage everyone to go into full-fledged mm -hmm. entrepreneurship if that's not your desire because right. we still need engineers. So how do you assist women with that? 
Well, I start off with, so I'm with you. I have my first TED Talk was about employeepreneur, and I talk about, you know, you are the CEO of your career. Even yes. if you never meant to be an entrepreneur, you are a multi-billion dollar organization, and your career is your product. Mm, I love it. And we all have to recognize that, no matter what, as women, we are a multi-billion dollar organization. And how you find your greatness is you ask yourself, if I am truly a multi-billion dollar organization, what is the thing I have, do, or am good at that will help me reach that billion it. dollars? I love it. And I love that you mentioned billions because people are scared to even say millions sometimes and billions is no, just going to choke them up. Billions, boo. Billions. I'm like, it's, it's, it's money out here and we're running from it. We're scared yes. to be like, I'm like, millionaires, what? Mil that's easy. That's People doing that in it's 60 minutes. Right. <laughs> boo. We out here getting billions. Yes, I love that. So you mentioned that you have to meet your client where they are trying to go. Yes. And that was a light bulb moment for me because a lot of times we try to babysit or, you know, talk what I call toddler our clients mm -hmm. where we try to help them where they are and get them to where they're going, which is good. But you changed it up today. <laughs> you said we have to meet our clients where they're trying to go. Can you explain yes, that a little yes, bit yes. more? Because just like you have a strategy, right. your clients have a strategy. So think about it in, in just simpler terms. How many folks out there are walking around in red bottoms that we all know they can't afford red bottoms? Hello. How many folks are out there shopping at Aventura Mall buying Louis Vuitton? You can't afford Louis Vuitton because their mind is already where they're trying to go. Right. And if you're not meeting them there they have no use for you mm -hmm. like yes I'm driving a Kia today but my my goal is to drive an Aston Martin right and I'm already thinking Aston Martin if you're not giving me Aston Martin I have no use for you right right and that makes total sense because it's like a lot of people feel like well my clients are always frustrated with me because you're not really giving them anything more than they already know people want something to strive for and if your brand is not giving them something to strive for then why am i bothering with you yes i want to be you need to be great and i want to be great and you're not giving me greatness yes yes well i love it like i said today you gave a message a mouthful a lot to take home and think about so for those who are interested in connecting with you how can they find you and support you oh my gosh they can reach me on social media my instagram is d-u-g-i-l-e-s i'm Dietra giles d-e-t-h-r-a-g-i-l-e-s and you can find me at dietragiles.com i love it i'll be working with her so guys if you have not had the time to check her out go to her instagram platform check her out because it's no millions it's billions over here that's right <laughs> thank you so much thank you Okay, guys, we're back here live on Posh Talks Podcast with Forest Media Company here with Lakeisha. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited. So have you been loving everything that has taken place thus far? Today has been amazing. And it's not even, are we halfway? Okay, we're almost there. We're almost there today. We're, we're almost, almost there, there but tomorrow, like, are you super excited for that? I am. I, I feel like, you know, I don't really say this, but I feel like these edges, they I come. So. I think so. Or mine too, that's why I'm back so. here. <laughs> <laughs> so, talk about you. Tell us all things, Lakeisha. Who are you? What do you do? Like, give us the tea. <laughs> okay, so that was a lot. <laughs> Wasn't prepared. Um, so, Lakeisha Grant, I'm from Ohio, Dayton specifically. Um, and what I do is, so I actually am in the middle of a rebrand. So, my business is called Ambition Unlocked which is combining three different businesses, three, three different brands actually, Ambitious and Annoyed, Ambition Magazine, and Ambition Defined. Mm. 
Um, I came here last year um, under Ambitious and Annoyed, and I like to talk about with that the transparency around entrepreneurship and pushing us to be transparent. Yes. We live in this Instagram famous, this Instagram popular, this Instagram perfection society. Yes. And people are scared to say when they're annoyed or frustrated or mad or whatever. And I really wanted to push people outside of that box. So that brand honestly has transitioned into being more apparel based and expression based. I love it. So buttons, pins, speaking, all that kind of stuff. Ambition Defined, I have a planner and some other organizational products. So that part of it is really about kind of what it says, helping you define your ambition and get organized, get yourself together. I love um, it. And then the magazine, well, you know, telling, telling people stories. Yes. So I know you're rebranding, but I do kind of want to talk about um, ambition and annoyed because I think that's a season for everybody. Yes. You know, um, a lot of people tend to say, oh, you know, that you have to love the business all the time. And if you don't love it all the time, then it's clearly not your purpose. And I totally disagree because I feel like it is time in your business, especially when you're talking about scaling, when you're talking about trying to find support, when you're talking about just even trying to attract clients. Um, what is one or two strategies you can give an entrepreneur who is going through this? They're very ambitious, but they're annoyed. Mm -hmm. They're in that season where they feel like, okay, I'm over this. Uh, the first thing I would say is admit it and be okay with it. Okay. Admit it and be okay with it. Because I think that going back to like what society thinks, we feel like it's not okay for us to be okay with it. Right. So that's why we suppress it. Because we're like, oh, they're not going to be okay with it. They're not going to be cool with it. They're going to think something about me if I say something negative around where I am in my business. But the reality is you need to get it out. Yes. And, and it's not about, for me, it's go ahead and get it out so that you don't dwell on it. Yes. And you don't suppress it and it doesn't fester in you. I'd rather, if you're having a bad day, pick up the phone and call me and say, right. listen, All I, right. need, I need five. Because I'm quick to do that. And that's I guess that's my other thing is getting it out. After you admit right. it to yourself. Of getting it out, like I'm quick to send a friend of Texas, like I need five. Yes, can I get five? And, and because they know I don't do that often, right? They're okay with it. They're like, oh, they're like, okay, I'll give it to you. And another thing I do is when I get into that that mood where I am annoyed, I give myself a few minutes. I give myself five. Yes. To to feel right. Yes. And then after that, I'm like, okay, so how are we gonna come out of this? Right. And making that plan and going into that planning portion of the business where it's like, how can I fix this? How can I stop being yes. annoyed? Yes. And you know the reality is some days I don't have control over it. Yes. When it's other people or it's those external things, sometimes I just kinda have to live through it. Yes. Or we have to live through it, I should say. But acknowledge and fix. Yes, I love that. And I love what you said about that, um, the first piece of it, because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, you know, when we feel like our clients don't understand, it's because we have tend to set ourselves up as perfectionists. Mm -hmm. We have shown that we make no mistakes, that we're always going to show up. And I'm not encouraging anybody to not show up when you have committed to something but at the same time we don't leave that room for you know that dialogue of I need five you know because if you say I need five to a client that you have portrayed that you're always available then it's very hard for them to understand you know that part of you so I really love that transparent part about it um, so are there any events? How can they connect with you? How can they support you? Programs? Let us know. <laughs> 
So what can we do? So um, find me on IG. I'm trying to try my build my IG, the new one for Ambition Unlocked. So it's at Ambition Unlocked. But Ambitious and Annoyed is still out there. So Love feel it. free to find that one too. Um, what is coming up next? I have I'm I'm from Ohio, so we got a couple events coming in Ohio. Speaking at a conference, uh, the Tell Your Story conference, which Love is going to be really cool on March 14th. Um, I, I should talk about myself, right? So the magazine, yes, <laughs> um, Ambition Magazine turns eight March 26th. Oh my god! So um, check out Ambition Mag on Instagram. Love we are it. going to have a virtual conference to celebrate year eight, the year love renewal. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. My birthday is March 27th. Okay. So your so your business is Aries. It's your a, business. See, I didn't even know that. It's so, like <laughs> thing. That it is. <laughs> that is. Your business has a personality. So um, events are in Ohio for yes. those who are in the Ohio area, but you're having the virtual conference. A virtual conference. March 26th yes. of this year. So, guys, stay connected with Lakeisha because I understand that whole movement of ambitious and annoyed, especially when you're talking about being in business. But I cannot wait for your rebrand and to see everything that you come. Thank you so Thank much you. for being a part of today's podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes. Hello, guys, and we're live again at Flores Media Woo-hoo. Conference here with Lauren Marcicano. Yes. I love it. She just got done doing an amazing panel discussion <laughs> alongside some phenomenal women. Oh, so, perfect. Lauren, can you just tell us who you are, what you do, and how you? help women level up oh well first of all thank you for having of me course. Yeah, i love i always love meeting other queens yes and i ma'am. can tell you're a queen building thank her queendom you. i love that so i own two businesses i'm a serial entrepreneur like many yes. entrepreneurs we own more than one because yes. you know a millionaire has 10 streams of income hello that's all i'm saying <laughs> so i'm on two i have eight to go <laughs> <laughs> well i'm right behind you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. so i own a law firm i'm a business law attorney okay and it's called marscano and leva i own uh the business law side of the practice. Yes. I help women start businesses, contract, form, litigate, anything. Love it. And then Networking Maverick came from that because I was working with women business right. owners and they said, Lauren, how do you build a business from right. the ground up and make money all this networking you do? Right. And so I started Networking Maverick as a way Love to it. help women turn their network into net worth. Mm. So I say whether it's Marscano and Leva or Networking Maverick, Yes. I'm helping female entrepreneurs build and protect their queendoms. Mm. Mm. Hello, because we need that protected. Exactly. So, to kind of dive more into that, a lot of people do not think about the legal aspects of their business when starting a business. So, how important is it legally um, to invest in these type of services as a startup? And what would you suggest people um, invest in early on? Yes. Well, number one, the answer is it's extremely important. Yes. Because uh, I want to help you build a six-figure business and avoid six-figure mistakes. Yes. Because the biggest thing is if you're just starting, so there's that old African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right. What I tell all my clients is if you want to go fast and far, you have to invest in yourself, your business, and those around you, the knowledge. Mm -hmm. That'll let you go fast and far. So it's extremely important that you invest in that knowledge. And I'm not talking those uh, free services online you might be thinking, right? Like that's, you know, it's a little bit, you learn. But honestly, I've litigated on those things. Right. So they're not necessarily helping you in the long run. I had a client come to me, they'd been working for about five years. Okay. And they, was multiple people. They were doing well. They had an investor wanting to go in for six figures. Mm. 
to help them scale their business. Oh God. We could all use six figures right. to scale our business, right? right? <laughs> so they come to me and they said, hey, this, this investor is asking us for our corporate documents. Mm. What are those? I gave them my QuickBooks. Right. And I was like, oh, queen, you don't have an operating agreement. Yes. You don't have any contracts anywhere protecting you. Not, no, I didn't know I'd have those. The investor walked away because they said, if you're not willing to use your own money to protect yourself, why am I going to give you mine? Mm. Right. Right? Right. So it's extremely important. People just want to go fast and start up, and they don't think about that solid foundation and how it looks later on when they want people to come in. Right. So I can always try to help you before that investor comes. Right. It's going to cost a little bit more. Right. But if they come after, ooh, they're gone. Right, right. So that's, that's very, very important. And the two people you need are a lawyer and an accountant. I love it. I love it. Honestly, on yes. every team. Every Fortune 500 company, Fortune 100 <laughs> company, small business, mom and pop, you all need those. Don't yes. do it alone. <laughs> yes, and I love that because a lot of times, like I said, we don't have those conversations, those real conversations around holistically how to make sure your business is profitable and like you said, that you don't run into those six-figure mistakes where you're having to dish out more than you're even bringing in mm. um, because those little mistakes can be very costly. So are there anything in particular because I know some people they offer retainers where they just that's just you just in case something happens um, as a startup who's just getting started what is one or two services you said su what suggest that they should invest in first well number one if you've already launched and like filed like an LLC Inc. Right. already formed uh, I think that you should double check to make sure okay. I have a freebie online it's on my website networkingmaverick.com Love and it. it's the uh, Queenpreneur's Checklist. Okay. It's the seven steps you should have taken, okay. or you should take if you haven't formed, but you should have taken to have a solid legal foundation. Love it. So if you go through that checklist and you don't know something it's missing, I have e-courses online that I sell to help you fill in the gaps, or you can always reach out to me. Um, but that's definitely first knowledge foundation, because if you have a queendom on a shaky foundation, it's yeah. going to fall eventually. Eventually. Right? You want that solid foundation for the queendom so you can grow. Right. Uh, and number two would be that you need to put everything in writing, mm -hmm. invest in contracts, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Invest in making sure people are reviewing your contracts before you sign them or before you're having other people sign them. Yes. If you're not investing in that, the contracts are only as good as they're written. Right. 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 So you need to make sure you have everything in there to protect yourself. Operating agreements, like I said, extremely, extremely important, yes. which is basically a contract governing the company. If you're an right. LLC, right, of course, uh, or bylaws if you're uh, Inc. a full corporation. Right. But those are definitely the top two. Uh, but I know I do it. I don't know how many other other lawyers around do that. But for me, for startups, what I try to do is be as cost effective as possible up front to help you grow your business. Right. So you can have us as your outside general counsel. Right. And like you said, you can have the evergreen retainer, which is like an X amount per month, and then you just right. use it when you need it. Right. But you always want a lawyer and accountant on your side. Yeah. Always. And she can't stress that enough because like, she said it double. Yeah, so you yeah. don't have it, and yeah. I don't care who you are. Say even, it three times. Yes. <laughs> an accountant and a lawyer. I know. I got it. Right. So, but I think it's, like I said, it's very important to have these conversations because I myself have been sued, and I'm not ashamed mm. of it. However, because I knew what the contract stated, the other party did not. Mm. It just didn't go in their favor. And that's why I said I think it's very important for people to understand 
what you're getting into, whether it's speaking engagement contracts. Yes. What does that look like? What happens if you get sick? And those are the things that I look at because life happens to, right? all of, mm -hmm. to all of us. And, you know, we're so quick to sign contracts because we're excited in the mm -hmm. moment. But to have someone, you know, who is not as excited as you, who's kind of <laughs> just like, well, okay, let me see. The right. <laughs> the yeah, that's great. You're excited. Stay excited. Right. But let me review it first. Yeah. <laughs> let me see it. I think it's very important. And I love exactly what you're doing. I think it's super amazing. I think we need to have more conversations around it. So for those who are interested um, in your services or maybe connecting with you, how can they find you and support you? Yeah, well, I'm on Instagram, so you can always slide into my DMs. Love it. <laughs> at, at Networking Maverick. Uh, that's networking and maverick like a like a horse. Yeah, I guess you say. Just, <laughs> right. a, just an entrepreneur trailblazer. Right. And then you can also find me at networkingmaverick.com. I have a ton of freebies up there to help you network, grow yes. your business, the checklist, everything. So any way that you want, you can slide in my DMs, anything, I I'm love there it. for it. Because I'm still a professional slider, DMer. <laughs> Even though a me lot too. of people don't like it, I'm just like... No, I think more, a... people, more and more people love it. Yeah, honestly. but you know, at first people was kind of trying to shade it, like, no oh. DMs. And it's like, come on now, guys, we're living in a fast-paced exactly. world. Like, I don't want to go to your email. Exactly. I don't want to be in your I don't want to leave Instagram right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. I look forward to connecting with you. And thank yeah. you with, for everything that you're doing for women. Of course. Thank, thank you so you. much for having me. Of course. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, we're here live with Posh Talks Podcast at Flourish Media Conference Live. We're here with the one and only Jesse Wu. How hey, are you? Sister. <laughs> yes, girl. How are you? So for those who are new to learning about you and your platform, can you just briefly run us through your journey into entrepreneurship and how you got started? Um, so 2017, I started just posting videos online, like jokes and stuff, and um, they were very Haitian-centric, yes. very like Creole, Creole slang, um, and uh, I've just been posting ever since. Um, around that time, I was jobless, a lot of people didn't know. I was looking for a job and um, just being stressed out through that, I just started posting stuff on Instagram. Right. And before I knew it, like a lot of people liked it. So then I took it serious. And um, while I was doing that, I just ended up being at the right place, right time, where um, I was giving out ideas for a comedy show. And then my future boss at BET was there. Oh, Tanya wow. Hoffler. So, you know, that led to, you know, opportunities at a big network and then you know since then I've just been able to do a lot like I've worked with with uh I've worked with uh oh my gosh I, was, I cannot believe I'm forgetting his name Will Packer <laughs> I remember Will Packer I've been on reality television Love it. I've been um a red carpet host and so I've done a lot so and then recently I've put out music I put out Moods of a Cancer that did pretty well so um, for people that don't know me, I think that those are the things they need to know. Right. So you mentioned something very unique that, you know, you just were naturally funny. Like, mm -hmm. and because of your order, you're Haitian, mm -hmm. of course. So it was very relative to mm -hmm. the people that you follow. You knew how to communicate mm -hmm. that. How can someone who's trying to find their niche mm -hmm. or, you know, their it factor, what advice would you give them? Um, whether it's entertainment and business, mm -hmm. because a lot of people, you know, they suffer with, okay, I want to start a boutique, but I feel like there's a thousand uh, yeah. boutiques. Everybody got a boutique. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got a boutique. <laughs> yeah, so they feel like, you know, what is going to make me unique? And yeah. you 
um, clearly defined that you went off of one thing that's closest to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think um, just figure out what's going to make you stand apart because, yeah, there's a lot of boutiques, but every, every boutique doesn't have exactly. what I want. Right. It's, it's like, every, like I don't like Forever 21 anymore. Right. I don't like Fashion Nova, right. you know, but I like Opali, you know okay. what I mean? Like, there's just different, there's different strokes for different folks. When you go to the grocery store, the milk aisle has so many different types of milk. There's yeah. almond milk, there's fat-free milk, there's whole fat milk. So I feel like you just need to know what's going to set you apart from everybody else. You know, what specifically are you going to provide that other people can't provide the way you would provide it? Exactly. You know, how are you going to put your stamp on it, the packaging, how is it going to stand out? The delivery, how is it going to stand out? The way you communicate to your audience, how that, how is that going to stand out versus everybody else? And I think the more people focus on just finding themselves, right. they'll find their niche. Right, right. And I was listening to your story and your journey, and you were mentioning how, mm-hmm. you know, you were jobless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a certain period of time, you were taking unemployment, mm-hmm. which a lot of people shame, but Girl, I feel I like it, shame of that. it gives you an <laughs> opportunity, you know, to have that free time because we don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what we're praying for mm-hmm. is going to lead us down a road where it's like, you might not be ready for the process. Yeah. So how were you able to keep, like, that clear focus on, okay, mm-hmm. God, I remember what I I prayed mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Now let me say, let me not focus on what mm-hmm. I'm going through, you know, to acquire or get to this mm-hmm. end goal. What advice could you give someone? <sighs> stay focused. Yes. I think that's just the key. Stay focused and I mean those things sound so cliche, like stay focused, don't give up. It sounds cliche, but it's, it's really yeah, but yeah. it's really the key because you know, I suffered from depression, like, when I was, you know, jobless, and right. I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I was depressed. So all of me told me to quit. Right. But then all of me told me not to give up, too. It's, it's just funny. It's like the, it's, it was like an inside battle. Right. So there was half of me that was like, don't quit. Then there's a half of me that was like, oh, girl, just give it up, delicious. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but don't quit, man, because there's a reason why you have the gifts that you have. And, you know, if you don't pursue that, then you're going to leave this earth regretting with a whole lot of regret. Yeah, so, I yeah. agree. Yeah. So what can we expect next mm-hmm. from Miss Jessie Wu herself? Man, I am definitely looking forward to getting into scripted television, okay. scripted movies, just scripted roles. I think it's time for me to do that. I've always wanted to act and you know recently I got an acting coach and Love I really it. I really want to take that serious and then of course you know definitely definitely going to be still performing and and still recording. So I look forward to you know what that's going to happen what's right. going to happen with that. I'm really excited about what I what I have recorded because it sounds amazing and I think that People who liked my first EP, they'll like the next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again thank for you. taking the time out to speak with us, and I look forward to every endeavor thank that you, you have. And I wish you much success. And thank luck. you. Thank you. Girl. I appreciate it. Yes, of course. <laughs> Hey guys, we're back live at Floors Media Conference. We're here with Sanya, one of the grant winners for today. How are you? Hi, how are you? I guys? am super excited. It was such a, your facial expression when they called your name. I mean, how does it feel? Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, this that I was saying you before we started. Uh, this is the first time that I applied for a business grant. 
and you know this is all about taking action right. and showing showing ourselves vulnerable yeah so this is what i did um, yeah. I, I i saw in vivian's uh instagram i check out the flourish media conference yes. website and they had all the information so i thought why, why not why not what yeah. what could i lose yeah. yeah and i love that so can you tell us a little bit about your business yes of course um, so I have this business that's named The Magus Films. Love which, it. Which is a content, creative content development agency. Okay. And also video production house. So we focus on developing brands through the videos and creating content, creative content for their social media. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. So with these funds that you won today, how will this help your business propel to newer heights? Okay. So... I have a website that needs some updating. Love it. <laughs> First of all, translating into English. Okay. Because I'm original from Venezuela, so it's everything. Oh, nice. The information is on, only in Spanish for now. Uh, but well, this money will go through our website to translate it in English, and it. update it. We need. We have been doing some projects, new projects, and okay. we need that to be there. We're also offering new products to our, our new services to our clients that also needs to go there, okay. and we need to boost it a little bit up. So this is like the perfect uh, way in, in order to do that. Yes, I love it, I love it. Well, I hope that you know we'll follow you throughout your journey. I wish you the best of luck with everything. I know that you will have much success. How can people find you online to connect with you? Yes, of course, on Instagram, we can follow, you can follow us at, at the Magus Films. And we are in that name, Facebook, Instagram, any social media, The Magus Films, and my personal also, at Senia Marcin. Well, thank you again, and congratulations. Thank you. Hello, and now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investment. Our BizBox program has officially launched. Are you interested in starting a business but cannot seem to find the creativity, resources, or time to see the vision through? Well, our newest program, BizBox, is your business solutions in a box. We will provide you with the support you need to launch your business in as little as 60 days. We will assist you in creating a profitable business that's worth bragging about. No more outside vendors or working with multiple businesses. All of your services are under one roof. The only thing you worry about is your launch date. For more information, email invest at intentionalinvestment.solutions or click the link provided in the show notes to fill out our form and a specialist will get in contact with you. We look forward to building your next big brand in 2020. Okay, guys, we are back live at Flourish Media Conference, and it is day two. I am super excited because all the women, you know, they're even more hyped than they were yesterday. Yes, they really are. Yes, so how thus far are you, like, amazed at the transformation this conference has I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, every year we do this, and it just gets bigger and bigger and better and better. Yes. And more gems are dropped. More connections are made. It really does become, like, a tribe for for everyone that's here. Yes. So, next year. We're talking about next year conference. Yeah. I know we talked about that they could go and get their tickets yes. early. Yes. But for those who may be interested, because the pitch contest is today, yes. how can they go ahead and prepare for next year's pitch? So... Uh, 
one, you should have been here. Um, yeah, if you are, I agree. <laughs> uh, if you go on our website, we do have a prepare to pitch course. Okay, that we um, help people prepare throughout the year to pitch for their businesses. Um, we pretty much tell you exactly what you need. We yes. help you with your numbers. We tell you how to prepare, how Love to talk it. to investors, all of that, and it's all on our uh, flourishmedia.org website. It's all listed on there. Okay, so just to give us a little insight, what can we expect from today's pitch? Oh wow. So I can't give away too much of course of what the pitches are, but there are some badass businesses that are pitching. And yeah. I feel like everyone every year majority of everyone who pitches walks away. Right. Sometimes someone's not all the way ready. Right. But I feel like this year all the pitches are gonna walk away with, with funding. With something. Yes. I'm excited guys. So we're just checking in. We're almost through the event, but if you weren't here this year, it is important for you to go ahead sign up if you're not in the Miami area figure out where you're staying how you're getting here because this conference has been super amazing transformational and I've seen how women have been able to cultivate relationships so we'll check in later thank you so much no problem yeah let's stop it okay guys we are midway through the conference here at Flores Media Co and the conference thus far has been super phenomenal now we're here once again with the only the only one i love her phenomenal in the pr world and everything that she's done thus far dr garner sky hello and welcome how are you i'm good thank you so much yes. for, i feel like now we're besties because we, yeah. we crossed paths multiple times right in less than a month <laughs> so today you were on a panel and it was super phenomenal i saw one of the women you know break down and not break down in a sad way but because she was relieving something to kind of Go to that next level, propel mm -hmm. to that next level. And mm -hmm. I know you talked about being the best best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, that you had to take time for yourself um, in order to make sure that you were able to show up for other people. So what advice could you give someone who is in that space where they're trying to um, get from, you know, always being available to everyone else and seeking mm -hmm. to show up more for themselves mm -hmm. as the best version of, them, of themselves and whatever they're trying to accomplish? Um, a few things. I think uh, Beyonce did a really good job at the top of this year talking about how the superwoman cape no longer serves us. Yes. And, and she, she, I mean, she has three kids, uh, a career that keeps her at the most high level operating yes. space. And she said, I'm not going to anymore be that person that everyone can rely on for anything. Right. Um, and I think that gave a lot of women permission um, if they still needed that permission. Right. Um, and then it's just many spaces in our lives where we wear the superwoman cape and it's it does no longer serve us. Yeah. Um, just to get into the next level and um, especially in the entrepreneur space, you already have a bunch of hats that you're wearing. Yes. You already have a, a lot of things that you're already doing. And if you are unable to ever say no, then you'll burn out before you even get to see your gift truly come mm -hmm. to fruition. Yes. And I agree because burnout is real. It is real. And I don't think we understand, you know, what burnout is because it comes in so many forms. Right. And I think what resonated with me the most is because you start to feel tired when right. you're not used to feeling tired. Right. And you have to, like, kind of have that moment where you step back and say, okay, 
from new lenses, right. what has altered my energy? Yes. And like, how can I, you know, either get a grasp of this? Because I feel like when you're depleted, you don't have control. Exactly. So I think that was phenomenal for you to be just as transparent as you are because you wear many hats mm-hmm. and you've been in the industry for what 15 years now yeah so you've been doing it for a while i'm not old i'm not old no no she's not old and you look phenomenal thank you um however you know after 15 years people feel like the more experienced the more that you should be able yeah you know or experience is relative (coughs) to okay she knows how to do this with her eyes closed Mm -hmm. and i think your transparent conversation today gave a lot of women permission Mm -hmm. to not be okay and to have to step back and regather themselves in order to seek that next level so i know that you're doing again things in the (laughs) financial world and you have a new campaign yes you with arian simone Mm -hmm. um legacy or lose so can we talk about that again a little bit more um what is this campaign and for those who are interested in being a part of the campaign um how can they support and furthermore what is it yeah sure so i'll back up just a little bit and we were just talking about being burnt out and um in this past month's Essence Magazine, right. I did an article that just talks about how um, how we make some of our worst financial decisions when we're burned out. Yes. Right? So when you're tired, you hate your job, you hate waking up, you have no inspiration, then typically you find yourself overspending to compensate for that. You find yourself um, not focused on your finances because you're just too tired. Yes. A lot of those different things. And so... Uh, Really, from a standpoint of amount financial, we try to help women really break the poverty cycle yes. and focus on long-term generational wealth assets to put them uh, in a better space in life. And mm-hmm. so, with that passion, I joined with Erin Simone. She has, she's a venture capitalist, yes. and she was getting to the space of um, seeing a lot of these businesses. Uh, of color not get invested, uh, get investments, but that's because there were there's a lack of investors of color, right? And so um, she just wanted to become more um, uh, vocal in speaking about uh, uh, venture capitalists and investment education. I wanted to become more vocal in us talking about long term, yes, uh, us us understanding our money stories, where we are, and how do we build wealth that we could transfer down to the kids we haven't even met yet. And so we joined together to create Legacy or Lose. And um, our mission with Legacy or Lose is to uh, educate, expose, and empower over 100,000 people of color and communities of color, black, brown, all across the US um, in 2020. Love it. And so uh, Essence Magazine is showing on as one of our partners. Um, We have a lot of large churches that are coming on board. just different organizations that understand the seriousness of it. And the thing that powers us is there was a a statistic that was put out last year that said that if trends continue the way they are, by 2053, the medium black uh, family wealth will be at zero dollars. And either we talk about it or we do something about it. And so we got to the point where we wanted to do something about it. And that is uh, how you can now participate in Legacy or Lose. Yes, I love it. And I've seen that, is it April 21st? April 21st is when we're asking everyone to wear the shirt. So if you go yes. to LegacyOrLose.com now, you can purchase a shirt. Um, proceeds go to uh, funding uh, individuals and communities of color to get uh, financial literacy uh, 
curriculum and education. Um, and so on the 21st, that's Financial Literacy Month, April is. We're asking everyone to stand with us united and for us to show the world that we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to build black wealth and I love to preserve it. black wealth. I love it. I love it. And I think, you know, when I seen the campaign, because it came to my email, and I'm, th I'm thinking to myself, these conversations are so needed, yeah. especially in the black and brown community. Because like you said, you know, I don't think it's because the lack of knowledge behind it, but it's our parents didn't know. Uh -huh. And I guess it is lack of knowledge because what they don't know, or they lack can't of understanding teach. Too. And understanding I of your money. I don't even think a lot of people know it's so serious. Right. 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 So right. We, we even break down in some of our uh, in-house curriculum, what is, what is um, net worth? <coughs> so we even break down what is net worth. Because a lot of people aren't even aware of what net worth is. Right. Or we break down how do you do estate planning for your family? Um, I know everybody was like drop, uh, uh, draw jopping, uh, draw jopping when they looked at Aretha Franklin passed and she didn't wow. even have a will in place. You know, right, she yeah. didn't have an estate in place, and so her family has to go through a lot of things in the courts and whatnot to get what's rightfully hers. Right. Has she just had some of that documentation in place? Right, right. And I and again, like I said, I think these conversations are needed because I think the money conversation and not that I think I know the money conversation is just now a new thing. Right. You know, over the past five to ten years. So now people are wanting to know about their money and wanting to learn about their money. And I love what you are doing, you know, for your community and partnering with Arian Simone because again, like I think People are just living in a day and age where they're living paycheck to paycheck or they just feel like, well, my household is taken right. care of, so it's not directly affecting <coughs> me. So these conversations are helping, right. you know, others understand if it's not affecting you directly, it's affecting your neighbors. Exactly. And then what does that look like for your street when, yeah. you know, you feel like all of this equity is in your house? Mm -hmm. Well, if people can't afford the housing anymore, what does that look yeah, like for you? Exactly. And I don't think people understand. Equity is only good once you cash in on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like everything that's happening around you can eventually affect you. Yeah. So yeah. I love everything that you're doing. Um, for those who are interested in um, understanding their money a little bit better, what courses do you have available and sure. how can they sign up for those courses? Sure. So two things. So under Amount Financial, we have a membership. Um, it's called the Commonwealth Membership. And so you can go to Amount financial.com backslash membership and join and we have many courses that really help with creating um, generational assets along so so upcoming we have tax planning for your legacy love it um, we have um, estate planning uh, we when your family doesn't want to have that conversation. Right. Uh, things that really affect our community. So mm -hmm. if, in, in other communities, you might have a wealth manager for the whole family right. when you were born. In our communities, it's like, let's ask grandma, does she, does she own her house? Right. Is her will in place and right. those things. So um, having those things together. And then under Legacy or Lose, we have in-house content. So one of our courses is called How to Create a Legacy Worth Leaving. Mm, um, I love it. And that takes you through a lot of the process, too. And you can go to 
the, the website to find out more information about that. I love it, guys. So if you're interested in getting your finances on track, having those hard conversations, please, please connect with Dr. Garner Scott. We have had the pleasure of speaking to her twice in a matter of, what, less than three weeks? Yes, we're besties now. (laughs) Thank you again. And they can follow you on all platforms at Dr. Garner Scott and Amount Financial. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, until next time, guys, have a high vibe, intentional week. So, guys, we are close to the pitch conference here at Flourish Media Conference. I have had the opportunity to grab one of our panelists from the last panel, Ashley Bianca Jones. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. So, I know that you were talking everything mental. And I think it's very important because the conversation is number one needed. Absolutely. Especially in the black and brown community. Absolutely. Because of the fact that we have not talked about mental health mm-hmm. um, as an open conversation mm-hmm. in the household. So can you tell us a little bit more about Ashley Bianca Jones and what she does and how you help women um, mentally overcome? So um, I help women and men as well, but as far as women go, um, I mean, overall I'm an advocate. So what I do is I teach classes on how to get the appropriate help for the person dealing with the mental health um, disorder or whatnot. Um, It doesn't teach you, the program is called Mental Health First Aid, so it doesn't teach you to be a professional, but it teaches you how to lead them in the right direction and just how to work better with them. I love it. Um, Yeah, and it's really needed. It it teaches you more about mental health, really. Um, I work with different organizations such as NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illnesses, um, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yes. So they all help me. We all join forces and we all just try to bring awareness for mental health. Um, so if we're talking about women, so for example, in October, I had an event, um, it was a postpartum mama event, so it was called Postpartum Depression Mama D- Discussion, and we had a maternal mental health therapist come mm. out and speak, and we, it was at a yoga studio, they brought their kids, Love it. it was so much fun, we had food, we had smoothies, we bonded over that, and it, we just really discussed some much needed things. I'm not a mother yet, but I mean, I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah. But I was like, I need to bring somebody who can speak on it. And, you know, because nobody yeah. talks about postpartum depression like that. Right. And, and I think, you know, um, not to cut you off, I think that's an important conversation, whether you're a mother or not a mom, because mm-hmm. of the simple fact one day you may choose to be. Mm-hmm. And with that choice, you will need to have a community where you can lean on or you can remember a conversation that was brought upon that will help you realize that this is normal. Absolutely. Um, I'm a big advocate for people and understanding that just because you're not going through it right now, mm-hmm. it's not... You won't encounter it later. <laughs> you won't encounter Understood. it later, yes. So with mental health, how do you feel, especially related to entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. um, how important is it for people in general, men, women, cat, dogs, right. to take care of that mental state of mind when pursuing entrepreneurship? Oh, so I'm sorry. Say that one more time. That was because yes. that, that's a great question, but just say that one more time. Process yes. that. So for men and women uh-huh. who are pursuing a new walk of life, whether it's entrepreneurship, maybe you're taking on a new venture. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to be a corporatepreneur, which is okay. somebody with a side hustle, uh-huh. aka. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, how important is it for that person to make sure that they're in the mental capacity to, to be able to do so? Oh, it's important. It's very important. Um, super important to be in the right mental space. Because when you're not, you can't really, it's hard to function. I've been right. there. I've, right. I mentioned earlier when I was speaking that I went through anxiety, I went through anxiety and depression, major depressive right. disorder. And there are times where it's been hard for me to focus and really accomplish my goals and tackle them. And 
like when you're in that state it's just hard to get out of you know right. you get out of it but then something that gets to me is like when I know I'm supposed to do a certain task and I'm like I can't let this task go by and I don't do it right the, the thought of like I guess letting people down letting myself down right and just not going against what God has called for me because I'm a believer so it's like that right there gets me out of my funk I'm like yeah. wait my why my why gets Your me why. out of my funk so that's really why you I mean there's a, there's help for that though when you're if you're an entrepreneur and you're facing mental disorders right there's life coaches you know you got to go to the right one a lot right. of people are iffy about life coaches but them, them people they're life coaches for a reason right. you know mm -hmm. I can name a few but also therapy it's also great to go to therapy yes. there's nothing wrong with therapy like I said earlier as well, it helped me dig up some things within my childhood that I didn't deal with, and I took it into my adulthood. Mm -hmm. And I always say that, you have to deal with those things. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally went throughout my whole childhood, my whole adult, I'm not whole, I'm still an adult, but. <laughs> right, my whole <laughs> adulthood. Know, my, like, yeah, you're in yeah. your adulthood. Yeah, so if I didn't, if I didn't go to therapy, I probably would've still been dealing with those unresolved issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you hit it nail on the head, because a lot of times we don't even know where this energy or where this, you know, anger is coming from, right, right. you know, from the uh, the surface level, you Absolutely. think it's because your child is being crazy and, you yeah, know, yeah, throwing yeah. toys everywhere yeah, or yeah. that your spouse is getting on your, your, your nerves. However, yeah. like you said, it's a root to the issue. Yeah, and if we is. don't learn how to deal with it, it comes up in many forms and Absolutely. in different areas of our life. So I love exactly what you're doing. And I think that what you're doing is very needed in our community, and I thank commend you. you. Thank you so much. So how can people find you and connect with you if they're interested in working with you? So my Instagram is at Jones. exactly how you hear it. I love it. Um, <laughs> now, I, I didn't mention one last thing. Yeah, I of, just course, that? of course. So I, I do events monthly for mental health. I don't even know how I admitted that. <laughs> um, but I do monthly right. events for mental health, and it kind of creates a space. It does create a space for men and women to come out to just freely speak their truth and just freely yes. talk about mental health. And, like, I, the whole point of it is because I went through, like I said, I went through some, you know, challenges in my life, and I didn't feel like I had a place to really discuss that. I felt like everybody was sweeping mental health under the rug. Yes. So I created a space where people can talk about those things, those yes. things that were swept under the rug. Right. So that's that. Yeah, so these events can be found on your platform Absolutely. at Ashley Bianca. Yes, and I have one, Ashley Bianca Jones, and mm -hmm. I have one next week, the 29th. Oh, God. Congratulations yes, here in the so Miami much. area. Girl. Absolutely. All right. right. <laughs> well, thank you again. Um, I think the conversation is very needed, and keep thank doing you. what you're doing. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Yes, I love it. And until then, guys, have a high vibe intentional week. Thank you. So, hey, guys, we're back here live at Flores Media Conference. We're here with Leanne, and today she gave us such a powerful interview about impact. Like, it was so phenomenal, so much that I was taking notes like, let me go back to my business, my why, my how. And I just kind of want to recap. So for those who are new to listening and learning about you and what you do as an entrepreneur, as a corporatepreneur, and all things impactful, can you just run us right back through that? So I'm super excited to be on this podcast. Um, my day job is as the executive director of Venture Cafe I Miami, yes. and we focus on how we create an environment in Miami that's inclusive and accessible for all entrepreneurs to kind of scale and grow their ventures. Yes. Most people know us for the Thursday gathering. Yes. So. Okay. <laughs> 
since, I mean, in the last three and a half years since I launched it, we've seen over 50,000 entrepreneurs come serious? through and we average about 300 a night and we partner with a thousand different organizations. So that all informs my work on this idea of redefining your impact as an entrepreneur. And I mean, just the volume of people that come itself is impactful. So you gave us a formula. Yes. Can you run us back through that formula? Because I remember it. It was impact equals 5W plus 2H. Exactly. So your math is right on point. I remember it because it was just that much where I'm like, wow. Simple. I think that sometimes when we are thinking about our business models or our models for impact, what is missing is clarity. Yes. And so breaking it down into an equation really helps people have clarity on defining impact. So first off, we started by kind of reframing our mindset from solving problems to creating value and impact. And so that formula stands for impact equals kind of five W's. The W's are why, what, who, and uh, when, and where, and then the two H is our how now and how later. Yes, oh, I love that. Now, can you run us a little bit deeper on that (laughs) how now, Okay. (laughs) well, that why now and why later? So, first of all, impact starts with knowing your core why. Yes. And being able to um, create a product or service that is grounded in purpose. Yes. The second piece is understanding what are the resources and investments that need to be made made to ensure that the impact can actually happen. Yes. The next W is who, which is people. Like what is the person, place, or thing that is going to tell a story or be impacted or served by whatever it is you're creating. And then we begin to think about the difference between outcomes and outputs. And that's where the where and the when come into the equation. So where there's X number of outputs, like X number of businesses that you have supported as a marketing professional. Yes. Then we will see when more um, distinct brands Mm. in certain communities. So for example, our vision for impact with the work that Venture Cafe does in Overtown is where we see 50 entrepreneurs serve for years, we are gonna see um, more business ownership and services coming out of Overtown. That's like an aspirational win. And that's so much more, I felt like, thought-provoking number one, but it kind of keeps you accountable, and not kind of, it keeps you fully accountable to know, okay, your long-term goal. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you doing right now, and how is that gonna impact later, regardless of your industry, or you know, what phase of your life that you're in. So I really, really love that. So for those who are interested in connecting with you, and staying connected with you, with everything that you're doing, how can they how can they do so and when do the events take place so you can always uh, shoot me an email at leanne at venturecafemiami.org venture cafe hosts the thursday gathering every thursday from four to nine so just show up you don't even have to rsvp and we see about two to three hundred people wow um you can find me on instagram (laughs) at at leanne.buchanan very easy to find um and shoot me a message or kind of tag me in a comment but you know what I really love is that this conversation around impact is an embodiment of my personal motto, which is right. people, purpose, and impact over everything else. I love it, guys. Well, I hope that you all connect with Leanne because, like I said, the PowerPoint presentation you gave today was phenomenal. <laughs> and, you know, I came in here like, okay, what am I going to receive? Because I always come with an open mind yeah. to receive something. 
and it blew me totally away. So I'm definitely going to use what you gave me, and I appreciate all that you're doing. So guys, connect with her. Stay connected with her and let her know that you heard about her through Posh Talks Podcast. Thank you again, Leanne. Thank you for having me. Of course. Some of your favorite athletes and some of your favorite brands, as far such as Procter & Gamble, Fox, Tom Ford Beauty, MLB, Essence Communication, the list really goes, goes on, on and on and on and on and on. I love it. So one thing um, I know what you mentioned was putting yourself out there with, you know, in the media and a lot of people, entrepreneurs wanted to know, you know, what does that look like for them when it comes to pitching to these certain businesses or blogs? And what are one or two strategies or uh, strategies that you can give entrepreneurs who are trying to make that break, introduce themselves to a new market? Well, it really depends on the entrepreneur in itself and the level they're at in their career and what they want to attain with their brands. You have some entrepreneurs who really want to push their brand and push right. their brand and push nothing but their brand. On the other hand, you have some entrepreneurs who want to push themselves as a public figure in addition to pushing right. their brand. So I would suggest, first and foremost, what I tell everyone is there's so many components to a successful PR campaign right. and a media relations campaign, making sure that everything in your overall business strategy communication plan communication plan aligns right first and foremost do you have the budget right like, should you be outsourcing a outside publicist which can range from you know thousands of dollars a month upward if you don't what I'm suggesting to a lot of entrepreneurs I have a lot of entrepreneurs or small business people who come to me every day and I could take their money and, really? and but yeah. I'm like honest and straight up and it's like do it yourself PR there are a lot of right. things you can do so what I told the woman, the woman today is create a narrative, create right. your message, and figure out how you're going to present that to the world. Writing a press release is not rocket science. Right. Who, what, when, where, why? Why will people care about your product? Why will people care about your brand? Why will people care about you right. when there's so many things going on in the world? So first and foremost, your job is to create that story. Why? Right. Why? That's the hardest part once you create that why. Getting it out to the masses. It's easy. Mm -hmm. First of all, we have social media. You have all the tools you need. You have mm -hmm. social media. You have um, different trade publications and so forth right. and so on. So I encourage people to, entrepreneurs, small business owners, to come up with a do-it-yourself PR plan, really that goes in line with their larger strategy. And as they grow, look into outsourcing larger PR. Yes, yes. But if you got this huge budget and you get higher <laughs> publicists, you know you can call me up. But if you can, if you really, you have to do what makes sense for you and your brand at the time. Right. And um, I was recently talking to another publicist, and they mentioned something that I found was so profound was like, you know, when you're trying to pitch to these major publications, make sure that you're known in your neighborhood. Make sure that, you know, that you're known locally before you try to go and, you know, pitch to these national blogs. So what are one or two things um, you would suggest a person focus on when it comes to branding themselves to mm -hmm. be able to even attract these type of um, publications to want to cover you or even pick you up? First, being true to yourself and true to your brand. So I felt like we live in the, the day and age with social media where there's a lot of copycat or, oh, you know, I see that success, so I want to recreate it. I think being organic to yourself mm. and to who you are and to what you're trying to accomplish is the most important. And then you'll build an organic audience and fan base. Once you have a fan base and you have support and you have people rooting for you, 
conversation starts. It's like, right. hey, you know, I heard Tiani got this amazing blog. Right. That's a word of mouth type of thing. But then right. that leads into, who knows, maybe one day somebody tells the editor of Essence and they start right. listening to your podcast and it's like, oh, she's dope. I want to cover her. Right. It was an organic build. Like you're organically mm-hmm. building this podcast and this community. Um, I also believe that you said the publicist said uh, at home exposure is very important. Very, very, very important. Right. I find a lot of entrepreneurs small business owner kind of shoot like okay I'm gonna get me a New York publicist I'm gonna get LA publicist it's like girl you live in Idaho and the man down the street don't know who you are like start grassroots it's just like anything else in life start start you know small be be the big fish sometimes you gotta be the big fish in the ocean swim out right I love it. I love it. So how were you able to brand yourself to where you were able you know to work with the type of clients that you work with today when, it, when people say brand myself, I honestly don't feel like I've branded myself at all. I, uh, I always knew I wanted to do PR. I always knew I right. wanted to get into media and entertainment. I interned every year. Uh, well, I don't know. You probably don't remember. I'm a little older than you. But there were these <laughs> shows on VH1 called like, um, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous mm-hmm. or you yes. know, VH1's Most Expensive Thing. And I used to be obsessed with those shows. During the commentating on those shows, there were publicists mm. and people who worked in the industry, and they would be like, oh, yeah, Beyonce and Jay-Z were seen in the Hamptons, da 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 like all those inside people. Right. So one day, I was home from summer break from college, and I went and I just literally wrote down all of these people's names who I saw speaking, right. and I just started sending my resume to everyone. Just like, I didn't even know what PR was. I didn't know what publicist was. I just knew I love media. Mm. I love entertainment. I love the space. I love the life. And um, got it contacted back by um, this man named Jonathan Chapman. Love who's it. an entertainment publicist, mm-hmm. and I interned for him for two years. I would come literally wow. on the bus 4 a.m. from Philly to New York during the summer, but it was such a cool experience. This right. was, again, I'm dating myself. I had like Jacob the Jeweler as a client, um, a bunch of boutiques in New York back when Juicy Sweatsuits were right. like, popping. We were doing Juicy brand. Um, and from there, I really under got an understanding of what PR is exactly, right. you know, how to... Just the, the basics, how to write a press release, how to create a media campaign, right. and most importantly, talent relations, because I ended up being a, a, a talent publicist. So interning there turned into me freelancing a lot. I could not, when I graduated right. college, I could not find a job. I graduated smack dab into the recession. Wow. So I graduated 2007, mm-hmm. right in the recession. My first job in New York was at Pfizer. It had nothing to do with PR, had nothing to do with communications, but I had to pay my bills. Right. Working at Pfizer, just freelancing, just still out and about, networking as much as I can. I started writing for Madame Noir, and when I was writing for Madame Noir, I came up with my own content series called um, Head Woman in Charge. And from there, Love I it. would interview mm-hmm. women. So I would interview, one of my first interviews was with Lala, and then I interviewed Yandy Smith. So that allowed me the opportunity. I started right. getting media invites. Right. So that allowed me the opportunity to be in these rooms and know these women, this and that. And from there, it was just easy breezy, grinding, grinding, grinding. And my first big talent gig, I got offered a position at the Chamber Group. I went in there, not never having my own talent, working with talent before, but I literally went in, after my first conversation, the CEO of the Chamber Group was like, hey, Jill Scott's dropping an album in two weeks. We need a director on it. And right. I was like, I've never done an album rollout <laughs> right. ever. And you try right. to get me to do a Grammy Award winning when artist yeah. rollout? And I was like, all right. Okay. Like, <laughs> I was Sorry. like, okay. And literally two, two, three weeks later, he offered me the full time. I mean, that was stressful. It was, it was hard. And I learned it, it was stressful. 
and kind of put me in another space where it's like once you're working with a certain caliber of artists, other artists start to right. fall in line. Of course. And things kind of organically happen from there. Yeah. I never had any intention of creating my own brand. I might, I'm, you know, I might, might be working on it, but I've never, <laughs> I won't say I, I haven't created my own brand. I honestly just had my head down. I've just been doing the work and networking. I love it. I yeah. love it. So those, for those who may be listening and, of course, can afford working with you, how can they reach you? Do you have any mentorship programs available? Mm-hmm. Um, and how can they just connect with you? Absolutely. So I, my, the, my agency is called the Intertwine Agency. Intertwineagency.com. I, I will it. give you my email address. Yes, so of course. Yeah, I all can that good stuff. Yes, 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 yes. In terms of mentorship, it's funny you asked that. I had a woman literally less than 10 minutes ago. I was like, oh, your speech was really great. You should turn that into a digital course. Mm. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't know. She's like, why? And I was like, you're right. Yeah. So that's something that we might have to look forward to because yeah. it could be a really good idea. Yeah, I love it. And yeah. do you have Instagram? I do. I have one picture up there because I don't know if you're in my speech. I'm the publicist that doesn't publicize herself i do my instagram is at publicity p-u-b-l-i-c-i-t-e-e it's a point on my name and the word publicity i love it i love it well thank you so much Sienna, for taking the time out to speak with me i love everything you've done and i wish you much success thank you so much thank you Okay, guys, we're back live here at Floors Media Conference. The conference, guys, has been super phenomenal thus far. We have had amazing speakers, and I am here with Claire Somers herself. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? And you look super amazing. Thank you. So do you. Yes, yeah, so I just want to kind of dive right into it. What was the vision behind Fashion Bomb Daily? Yeah, so as I mentioned in my keynote, I was working in journalism, but I just wasn't working in the job that I ideally wanted to have. And that was to write about the celebrities that I love, to talk about hip-hop artists, to talk about rappers' girlfriends and what (laughs) they were wearing, just fun stuff that I just didn't see in traditional media. And so because I didn't see it in traditional media and I also didn't have that outlet at my job, I... Start. I started. I started yeah. a blog. Yeah, I love it. So, what advice would you give someone who is trying to find like their unique niche, and how were you able to like truly find yours? I think you should definitely dial back to those passions that you had as a kid. Right. Something that I didn't mention is that I am like a writer. Like I've been writing since. I was eight years old. I have journals dating back to then, like oh, wow. writing every other day. To this day, I still have, I have like a, probably a library full of journals. Really? And then also always been really into magazines. I would devour them. I would try to mimic the makeup in the mirror. <laughs> and then I was obsessed with the mall and always shopping and making shopping yes. lists. And you, you think because you like it that everybody likes it or that everybody's like this. But it, that's not true. We all are blessed with very unique talents, pensions, right. passions. So die, tap into that. And for me, I just started off writing because that was my love. And then eventually it turned into writing about fashion. Right. Yeah. Now, I know that you mentioned that you interned a lot, which a lot of, you know, new see, new entrepreneurs coming up on the rise. Um, I feel like that's kind of like a misstep. Hmm. Um, how important is interning when it comes to pursuing you know jobs and fields such as yours or mm-hmm. you know just as an entrepreneurial in, uh, entrepreneur in general I would never discount the importance of internships I think it is the probably one of the more important things you can do right 
a lot of times we graduate from college, we think we know it all, we think we can run everything, but there are right. things that you can learn from people who are older than you, who have right. done it before you, and so that is your chance to soak in that wisdom and learn from other people. Also, when you intern, you start to get to know colleagues in your industry, right. and these are people, believe it or not, that, you will, that will continue to be in your industry, in your circle, if right. they stick with it, probably for the duration of your career. And so I think interning is, is, is very important. You have to find a way to afford it. I think a lot of times, especially in media, I mentioned I was my first internship was actually unpaid. My second one was $5 an hour, and then it was $10 an hour, and then I found a job with benefits. But just kind of gritting your teeth and paying your dues, I think, is a very important part of anybody's journey. Right. So what are like one or two strategies you can give an entrepreneur when it comes to marketing? Marketing, I think that you should have your your own website and these are easy to create. ClaireSomers.com right now is on Squarespace, but you can find one on Wix or even like Shopify. And then use the tools that are at your fingertips that are free. Instagram is free, Facebook is free. So you can market yourself via these free tools that as we all know, have the capability to reach out to global audiences and millions and millions and millions of people. And when you create these pages, take great care in curating what you put up. Like, if you are a fashionista, then be that. Right. If you're a singer, I want to see you singing. If you're a dancer, I want to see you dancing. I don't want to see anything else. Right. (laughs) You can create another page for your private moments, or if you don't want to use it for business, then that's fine. But if you really want to market yourself, I would say to utilize those free tools curate your page, have beautiful photos, scintillating things, things that wouldn't turn off like a corporate brand, for example, and then use those hashtags and tag people and reach out to people, boost your posts, advertise yourself on different pages and try to find a way to leverage these free platforms to your benefit. I love it. So what can we expect from Fashion Bomb Daily this year? Well, this year we're continuing to grow our e-commerce. We are continuing to grow our combos with Claire. Someone in the audience actually mentioned that we need to have more financial literacy and that's definitely something that I think is lacking. So many times we go to conferences or we go to talks and it's true you do have to be creative, it's true you have to find your passion, you have to take that leap and all these different things but if you don't have any business acumen then you're you're going to fail. So you need to have that. So I think continuing to have conversations about how to grow your business um, is important e-commerce as I mentioned uh, more public speaking and I'm here selling my book today but I have dreadlocks on the cover of that uh, (laughs) book so a lot has changed since then it came out in 2016 I want to say so I'm working on my second book yes I love it I love it so if a person is interested working with you I know you mentioned earlier you know you're interested in also helping those who are have the desire to get their business out there Um, if they're looking to send you items or just work with you mentorship internship do you have any of those things available if so how can they connect with you yep they can email me book at clairesalmers.com or bookclairesalmers at gmail.com I really try to help as many people as I can. And when people come to me and they want to work for me, I give everybody a chance. I think a lot of people who come, they don't realize how much work goes into it. And sometimes how long you might have to work like I did for low pay or no pay before you get start getting paid. And these are just things that 
I did and that, that people have to kind of brace themselves for when they come work for us. And when it comes to designers who want to be a part of fashionbombbellyshop.com, we get that all the time. But it's important for me to like it right. and for me to be able to wear it. And so there really is there's no criteria for being in the shop aside from me liking it. Right. <laughs> so that means them studying you. You know, like, they studied me. Right. Like, don't send me, you know. Stuff that is way that, that's just left um, but it, even even so like you know I, I offer consultations I, I am a brand ambassador and I try to pour into other companies and and support other companies so support yes. us we offer advertising we we do events we do different things so if you show your support for us and we'll try we'll, we'll support you Yes, I love it. So thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with Posh Talks Podcast. I love everything that you're doing. I love your conversation. It was super amazing. Thank and you. I just want to say um, they can find you at Claire Summers, correct? And yes. And at Fashion Bomb Daily. Yes, yes. I love it. Okay, thank you. And everyone, again, have a high vibe, intentional week. Hello, and now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. Our BizBox program has officially launched. Are you interested in starting a business but cannot seem to find the creativity, resources, or time to see the vision through? Well, our newest program, BizBox, is your business solutions in a box. We will provide you with the support you need to launch your business in as little as 60 days. We will assist you in creating a profitable business that's worth bragging about. No more outside vendors or working with multiple businesses. All of your services are under one roof. The only thing you worry about is your launch date. For more information, email invest at intentionalinvestment.solutions or click the link provided in the show notes to fill out our form and a specialist will get in contact with you. We look forward to building your next big brand in 2020. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.